Hey guys, Scott Short, Mason Mudafi Mortgage. License number NMLS number 225-998 for myself and for Mason Mudafi Mortgage Corporation, NMLS number 1141. Just want to get that out of the way first, as always. So we're back into Linda Ferrari's great book called The Big Score. And uh, we're, on, we're in chapter 18, where we left off, and I believe we left off on page 197. So let's get cooking here. So we are talking about... The lowdown on collections. So number three, about collection agency, business licenses get suspended all the time. Learn as much as you can about the collection agency. In many instances, you'll find A, the collection agency is not licensed to operate in the state in which it is trying to collect, and or B, the collection agency has a suspended license, a very common occurrence. Mm-hmm. Do tell. Let's go forward. If either of these are in the, if either of the, sorry guys, let me spit, let me speak today. <laughs> if either of these is the case, the collection agency cannot collect on the debt, and you should you you can request removal from the credit bureaus reporting the item. Better yet, you can sue the collection agency for attempting to collect under false circumstances. Huh. Go get them, man. Go get them. Licensing is generally handled through the state, the U.S. Small Business Administration Office. A business administration office has gathered links to all state uh, office offices handling business licenses. This would be a good place for you to start your research. And it's a website address or URL, you call it. HTTP colon slash slash the three W's dot SBA for small business administration dot gov slash hot list slash license dot HTML. Go there and check it out. Number four, collection agencies report assigned accounts all the time. That's bad. And they do. <laughs> As outlined above, a collection agency can only report to the credit bureaus if it owns, if they own it, not somebody else owns it, right? Not they did own it, right? Okay. The debt. However, many still report the debt, even if the debt has been assigned elsewhere. Shame, shame. Better Entering into negotiations with a collection agency, you want to call the original creditor first to make sure the creditor has sold, not merely assigned the rights to the collection agency. So there's a big, there's a big difference between assigned and sold, so know the difference. If you find that the agency is reporting a collection that has been assigned, not sold, you can send a letter notifying the agency that you will pursue legal action if they do not remove the account from your credit report. Also, be sure to send a copy of that letter to each of the credit bureaus reporting the account. Mm-hmm. I mean, they don't own it on one account to come after you can't even report it. You know that you owe know, the money because they're already, you know, been assigned somewhere else, right? So there you go. Number five, never let your guard down. They will, they will, anni- uh, they will annihilate you, basically. <laughs> That's bad. Collection agencies are trained to look for cons- look to look for consumers' weakness and then to pounce on the weaknesses. During your ve- during your very first conversation with a collector, whatever uh, whether the agent is calling you or you are calling the agent, try to remember the following: A. Assume that assume that you should be should not believe anything the agent says. He or she will do anything to get you to pay the debt right then and there. B, 
Remember, you will always catch more flies with honey than with vinegar. So make sure that you are completely relaxed and calm when you make the call. The collection agent will do everything possible to upset you and to put you in the, on the defense. Don't fall for it. Let the collector think that you are having this conversation because you want to rectify the situation and that you are, you are not even sure if it is your debt. Ask the individual to send you something to jar your memory. Your goal is to get the company's name, address, so that you can send a letter asking for validation of the agent's claim. That's a big, that's a big uh, thing. So Google that word. Never tell or see, never tell them your story until after they have fully validated the debt and you want to start negotiating. Meaning that they truly validate, they own the debt. It's their debt. They have not sold it. They have not signed it. It is their debt to collect on. So at least you're negotiating with the right people, not the wrong people. Then it says here, uh, D, immediately ask that they please not call you on your number in their database. When asked what number they can call you on, explain that there is no number. Ask them to send all communication in writing. By law, they must oblige. Good tip. Number six, a good faith payment. It's a trap. In chapter 14, I talked about the difference, me and Linda, talked about the difference between a seven-year reporting period and a statute of limitations on collections. Now you know that if you make a payment on expired debt, or if you make a written or oral promise to pay it, you may renew the statute and you will be irreversible unless you can prove that you were misled by the collection agency. So you don't want that seven-year clock starting over again, do you? No. Once a debt is ex has expired, negotiation with the collection agency can pay off. By being proactive, you can have the item removed uh, at, and for pennies on a dollar. You can you can do so by advising the creditor that the statute of limitation has ran out, or run out, they say, but that you would be willing to pay 20 or 30 cents on the dollar for a full deletion. Not saying it's being paid in full. You want deletion because the paid in full thing is going to drop your score like a rock because the computer says, mm, new account, paid in full, collection, ooh, not good. Boom, you go up to the floor. Deletion means it's no longer there, so it's all good. Here's the box. Word of caution, page 199. Word of caution. Sometimes original creditors will allow a collection agent or collection, a collection account to sit dormant until six months before the statute of limitation will expire. Then they either assign it or sell it to a collection agency that will aggressively, aggressively try to collect the debt because the collector knows the statute is about to expire. This is why many consumers don't hear about collections for years. And then suddenly, out of nowhere, they'll hit hard with collection offers. Efforts, should I say. Not offers, efforts. Number seven, never send money without a written agreement. Durr, don't do that. She says never with an exclamation point. First of all, unless you are 100% certain that the claim is accurate, all the way, never agree to pay any collection debt without validating it first. Whether you have agreed to enter into the payment plan or to settle the debt for less as a payment in full, never send money until you have a written agreement from a collection agency that clearly outlines the terms and agreement. You might want to keep that bad boy forever too because don't lose that. It is simple for the collection, 
It is simple as the company sending you an email or a fax letter on their letterhead stating that if you pay X dollars by January 1, 2000, whatever, ABC Collection Agency will accept the amount as payment in full for bank, uh, blah, blah, whoever the, whoever the creditor was, you know, account number, blah, 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 right? And ABC Collection Agency will delete the account from your three major credit bureau agencies, Equifax, Grand TransUnion. That's a good letter. That's good information. You want that bad boy. If the collection agent says he or she cannot give you agreement in writing before payment is made, then hang up the phone. Hang up the phone, she says, in bold letters, in capitals. Whoa, wow, we are. And call back and speak to the supervisor. Don't sign anything or make any promises to pay the debt until the creditor or, or collection agency first presents you with agreement in writing. That's your rights. Mm-hmm-hmm. Now, next box, next box is word of caution. Remember, dollar amounts doesn't matter. Do not make the mistake of thinking that it's not necessary to validate debts to get agreements in writing just because the amount of debt is small. The score penalty does not differentiate between a $100 collection and a $10,000 collection. Collection to collection. That's all we're looking at. Okay, let's turn the page to 200. Let's go 200. Woohoo. Okay, still in chapter 18. Number eight, beware of tricky language. Update doesn't update does not mean delete. When a, when negotiating a payoff agreement with a collection agency, best case scenario is to always negotiate deletion. Get it off your credit board. You don't see that bad boy no more. In exchange for payment, if you do get them to agree to deletion, get it in writing, but be careful because they will try to trick you. They may say, yes, we will make sure to update this information to the credit uh, reporting agencies. That ain't what I want to hear. That's a bunch of hooey. This is misleading. When you say update, what do you really mean is that they will update the count to, say, pay collection and goodbye credit score. Good night. Drop the four, right? And it will, as you know, drop in your score. If you successfully in negotiating the deletion, you really must say delete, not update. So you want that big fat word, D-E-L-E-T-E, delete, not update. Update's garbage. Okay, number nine. Do not believe there are legal threats until you are served. Many collection agencies make false legal threats leading consumers to believe that papers have been filed. You can sue them for this. Go back and review Chapter 13 under the debt excuse me, the Fair Debt Collection Practice Act. You've heard like, people you know, like on the, on the uh, investigative reporting shows, right? They said, oh, yeah, we're sending a police officer right now to pick you up, going, this is not a freaking criminal offense. What's wrong with you people? But they tell people that garbage, you know, we're going to send the IRS over to see you. Uh, you have no control of that. So people, I mean, it's very sad. They will lie to you, 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 and Lord have mercy on them people. But we digress. Let's see, go next one. Review your rights. You have you have plenty of them when it comes to collections. As outlined in Chapter 13, the, the Fair Debt Collection Practice Act, FDP, FDCPA, 15 U.S.C. 1692, is a federal statute that prohibits a, collection, a debt collector from using certain collection methods in an attempt to collect a debt. I advise that you go back and review this chapter if you find yourself in a position of disagreement with the collection agency about its methods of trying to collect and report a debt. You should 
Also take some time to read a summary of this act. It's going to be HTTP, HTTP colon slash slash triple W FTC for the Federal Trade Commission dot gov slash BCP for boy Charlie Paul slash EDU for education EDU slash pubs PUBS slash consumer slash credit slash CRE 27 dot PDF. Now remember this book's written back in 08, 07. So these, this, this may be, you know, it's probably newer information, but check it out. Here we go. People fail to meet their credit obligations for a variety of reasons. These reasons can range from overextension of finances to unemployment and illness. Whenever this reason, whatever the reason, every person is protected by the Fair Debt Collection Practice Act. Okay, here we go. Validation of debt, VOD. This is where this is the bad boy. This is your power tool, they call it. Validation of debt is a single greatest tool you can use to deal with collect with collectors. And unless you have, are 100 percent certain the account is being reported accurately, the VOD, the validation of debt, should be used before paying or negotiating a payoff of any charge off or collection. Remember, statistics show that 80% of consumer credit reports contain errors. Here's a code from the Fair Debt Collection Practice Act. It says 809, the validation of debt, Title 15, Chapter 41, Section 1692, Baby G, maybe small g, maybe. Okay. A, notice of debt. Within five days after initial communications with a consumer in connection with a collection of any debt, a debt collector shall, unless the following information is contained in the initial communication or the consumer has paid the debt, send the consumer a written notice containing, number one, the amount of the debt. Number two, the name of the creditor to whom the debt is owed. Number three, a statement that unless the consumer within 30 days after receipt of his notice disputes the valid validity of the debt or any portion thereof, the debt will be assumed to be valid and, uh, by the debt collector. Number four, the statement, um, a statement that if the consumer notifies the debt collector in writing within 30 days period that the debt or any portion thereof is disputed, the debt collector will obtain verification of the debt or a copy of the judgment against the consumer, and a copy of such verification or judgment will be mailed to the consumer by the debt collector. And, number five, a statement that upon the consumer's written request within a 30-day period, the debt collector will provide the consumer, up on page 202, with the name and address of the original creditor, if different from the current creditor. Uh, and then letter B, B for boy. Disputed debt. If the consumer notifies the, the debt collector in writing within 30 days period describing in subsection A of this section that the debt or any portion thereof is disputed or that the consumer requests the name, address, and of the original creditor, the debt collector shall cease collections of any debt or any disputed portion thereof until the debt collector obtains verification of the debt or a copy of the judgment or the name of the address of the original creditor and a copy of such verification or judgment or name of the address of the original creditor is mailed to the consumer by the debt collector. Wahoo! Here we go. C, admission of liability. The failure, to con the failure of a consumer to dispute the validity of a debt under the section may not be construed by any court as admission of liability by the consumer. Okay. Keep on going. 
This means that you have 30 days from the time a collection agency contacts you to ask that certain documentation be provided by the collection agency to validate the debt. If the agency cannot validate the debt, then it must remove the debt from your credit report. However, it is never that simple. Mm -hmm. Okay. How's my time looking, guys? Let's see. Here's what you need to know about the VOD, the validation of debt. If you ever try to validate a debt with a collection agency or creditor, then you already know it's like pulling teeth to get the agency to produce valid documentation proving its claim. The collection agency or creditor will send you a statement printed on a computer system or a copy of the original agreement with the credit card company, but I've seen very few cases when a collection agency produces substantial verification as required by law. Mm -hmm. Why? Because, law, because the law under Title 15 of the U.S. Code is not clear on the definition of the document. documents constitute the verification. However, after doing a, my research, Linda, I found that Title 42, Chapter 77, under Subchapter 4, Roman Number 4, Part A, Section 6381, does in fact define the term Verification as follow. Verification examination means examination of such books, records, papers, and, and other documents of a person or company necessary and appropriate to assess the accuracy, liability, and adequacy, 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 you know what I'm talking about, hmm, of the information or financial information. I have a feeling that if I took year a year to read the entire code, I would find more crossover definition that would apply. I believe the definition of verification is entitled of the U.S. Code should apply in this, in all titles, in the general meaning. The, def, the, def, the dictionary definition of verify supports this assumption. Verify, to cons, confer or substantiate in law by oath to establish the truth, accuracy, or reality of. Additionally, the thesaurus results for verify are the following. Confirmation, substantiation, proof, evidence, and authentication. In all cases, the term verification suggests the process of providing proof of evidence. The code provides you with a powerful tool for request of production of a material that provides proof of claim. This is precisely what the credit bureau requires a consumer when they seek to have items removed from the credit board, request of verification turns tables on the requirement, putting you back in the driver's seat by forcing them to either approve the debt or get rid of it. There you go. Here we go. Send a validation of debt letter immediately. Many consumers undergo the internal struggles trying to do the right thing when it comes to paying their debt or debts. And I commend them. However, my advice is, to you is that if you are not 100% certain that everything about the account is being reported true and accurate, then a validation of debt letter should be sent immediately. You can always make a payment offer at a later date. True and accurate means uh, for bullet number one, the debt belongs to you. Bullet number two, the statute of collection, the debt has not expired. Number three, the amount being collected is accurate and fair. Some companies illegally try to collect unethical amounts of interest and penalties. 
Now, next one, the debt, excuse me, the date of last activity on the account, date original creditor default is accurate. A 2002 collection being reported with a date of last activity 2007 is not accurate. Mm-hmm. I'd say boo hiss, right? For bad people. Okay, so we're going to page 204. Here we go. They won't give me a template. So we'll read this template in a minute about the, the, the validation of debt template. Okay. Next bullet. If it is an older collection, the fact that you may have already paid another collection agency or original creditor is a possibility. I've seen people do this multiple times. They don't get the damn receipt. Err. Keep receipt or pay it again. Can't prove it. There you go. The point is that almost impossible to say the collection account is being reported 100% accurately unless you have kept all records pertaining to the account from day one. My advice is always to validate collection debt prior to making payment or a promise to pay. Validation of debt template letter. Here's a sample. On top it says date. It says collection agency's name and address. It says re, you know, re colon, right? Original creditor, account number, account. Then it says, to whom it may concern. Then the words are, in my response to your letter dated, you know, the space right there, or your phone call, or whatever it is, right? Regarding the above account, please accept this. Please accept this as my formal request for, in parentheses, collecting his name, to produce absolute proof and validation of the debt under Title 15 of U.S. Code 1692. Then in parentheses, it's baby G., Section 809, in parentheses, baby B, of the first of the, of the Fair Debt Collection Practice Act. It's on page 204. The proof request is as follows. All records pertaining to actual debt to prove that the account belongs to me, including my signature on the original account application. A statement of all charges to the account added up to the amount that you are trying to collect, including fees, penalties, and interest, Separated out in separate separated out in total. Date of first delinquency with original creditor's name that led to its collection. Date that you purchased the debt and proof that you have the right to collect on behalf of the creditor's name, original creditor's name, I should say. Date the last payment slash activity, if any, on the account. The last piece is for full name and address of all direct contact at original creditor's name. It says here it says. In parentheses, uh, collection agency's name has 30 days to respond with absolute proof of as required by law. In addition, if collection agency's name has not reported the account to the three b- major bureaus, Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion, then collection agency's name by law cannot do so now that I am per- disputing the validity of this claim. However, if collection agency's name has already reported the item to the three major bureaus and cannot produce the above requested absolute proof, then I am requesting the collection's name immediately remove any negative reporting from my credit bureau files at Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion to continue to report an unverifiable dispute, unfireable, an unverifiable, comma, disputed debt on my credit report would be an FCRA violation. I have attached a copy of the recent verdict, lawsuit's name, wherein name of collection agency that was sued was found in violation of the FDCPA and was forced to pay damages. I am well aware of my consumer credit rights under all acts, and I reserve the right to file a lawsuit against collection agency's name 
for FCRA and FDCPA violations in the court venue should collect his name not follow the law on this issue. Ooh, doggies. I am also going to request that you cease from making any further phone calls to my phone number, your phone number, uh, your phone number put in the, you know, right there, as I use the telephone number for business. I'm requesting that all future communication, collecting his name, in is by U.S. mail. I look forward to your total, your time response. Sincerely, blah, 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 right? That's in page 205. So, 206. Here we go. How are we doing time, guys? Let's see. Okay, run a little bit high. So, they got a couple more pages. Eh, let's kind of push through. Let's push through. So, at the top of 206. Here's some tips on sending validation of debt ladder. Number one, make sure you send the letter via certified mail and have a tracker on it, right? And that you obtain proof of delivery by the tracker. Keep a copy of the letter and any communication you have from the creditor, the collector, I should say. Number two, allow the collection agency 30 days to reply. Number three, let's see, at the same time that you send your VOD letter, violation of debt, to the collection agency, send a copy of the VOD letter and proof of delivery to the credit bureaus, all three of them, who are reporting the collection, letting them know that you are disputing the validity of the debt. This will start the investigation process at the creditor bureau level, which is good too. If you receive a response from the credit bureaus that states the collection agency has verified the validity of the account, be sure to keep documentation in your file. You will need it should you be forced to go to court and you want to request the credit bureau to prove the validation claim. Because sometimes they lie, lie, lie. Not the, not the, the credit, not the bureaus, but the creditor lying to them. And there you go. Okay, sending a VOD letter in a tiny manner is critical for two reasons. Number one, or number one, should say. If the collection has not been reported yet to the credit bureaus, the collection agency cannot report it once a VOD letter has been sent. That's good enough. If they do report the collection, it is a violation of the Fair Debt Collection Practice Act, and you can sue the pants off of them. Aha. Number two, even though the law states that the failure of a consumer to dispute the validity of a debt is not considered admission of liability, it's best to respond, to respond as soon as possible. Do not ignore collections. Uh, notices if you do not dispute the debt and the collection turns into a judgment, the consequences are much more difficult to repair. Okay, 207. What if the 30 days has passed? Since collection agencies, since collections are sold over and over and over and over and over, I'm sorry, <laughs> it's all, almost impossible for the consumer to meet the 30 day deadline. And the most instances, people don't even find out about collection until they apply for a loan or pull their credit. Or get a phone call. Other below. Mm-hmm. The law states that you should respond to a collection notice within 30 days, but it does not state that you can't resp- respond later. If a matter, uh, it, it's a matter of interpretation. The only thing that you can happen is that the collection agency uses the 30-day rule to ignore your request of validation. However, through my experience, I have seen that if a consumer, consumers are persistent in the process once they start and build their case by keeping the record of all disputed activity from the date forward, then the situation does become legal. The court will usually require the collection agency to produce the requested validation document. So you want to be chronological, every, you know, just date the time. You know, you know how it goes, right? But the day, the time, he spoke to the whole nine yards, right? What you did. So make, keep it very, you know, lawyerish. Be a lawyer person, right? <laughs> Letter of intent to sue the collection agency. Ooh, that sounds fun. If you do not hear from collection agency within 30 days of sending the VOD letter, validation debt, 
you have a choice to make. The next step is in the process would be to send the collection agency a letter of intent to sue. However, it is illegal to make such a threat if you do not intend to follow through. I understand that. So it is important to give the option careful consideration before proceeding. Here's some tips. Uh, number one, make sure that you send the letter via certified mail, the tracker. Number two, allow the collection agency 15, 20 days to reply. Number three, send a copy of the letter of intent to sue to the credit bureaus that you report the collections. The collections. Okay, cool, cool. Okay, page 208. Uh, you no need to recite the act that you have been violated because you will be sending copies of the letter to the bureaus. Okay. It says file small claims action. Okay. That's a big one there. Let's see. Next one's what do you do if collection agencies validate the debt? Okay. Okay. So we're running out of time. We're going to run a little long. So I'm going to stop here. So we're stopping at the top of page 208. We'll come back here next time, guys. Thank you much for listening. Hope this helps.